time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Dear listener, I don't know how things are in your part of the world. In my part of the world here in Ontario, Canada, um... We've been under lockdown. I believe that (laughs) I was told uh, that we've had the longest lockdown on the planet. It certainly feels that way. And um, so, and I know that some of my clients are also in parts of the world where um, things have been locked down longer than, than other places. And we can all, isn't it weird? We can all see each other, you know, (laughs) like you can watch someone in another part of the world just enjoying their lives months before you're able to even go into a store or be near your loved ones at all. It's a lot to go through. And I am not an expert on pandemics. I'm not an expert on like the psychology of all of this. I've definitely been reading and learning and having my own experience as we go. But I was I had an interesting conversation with my editor last week, Jacqueline Larson, and um, who's a phenomenal human being. (laughs) And, um, you know, we started the conversation like many of us do, right? Talking about the locked, this opening up that's happening because there's now plans in place for things to, the phases of opening up. And she made this comment about opening up and about, you know, the stores opening up, but about us opening up and wondered about, you know, what that actually means. And are we ready personally to be opening up, even though, you know, the government might say that, you know, it's okay for commerce to open up. That's a different experience than it is from the human experience. And that, of course, you know, two, two people, uh, you know, a writer and an editor chatting on the phone, talking about language <laughs> and talking about this language of opening up and locking down and what this means. It got me really thinking all week about what parts of myself have been in lockdown. What have I locked down? How have I protected myself on a more like spiritual note, um, you know, beyond the six feet of social distance and mask wearing and all the stuff that we're doing for our communities. But then what has been the impact that I maybe have noticed or not noticed about, you know, my own readiness to open up, my own readiness to, um, to, to be in the world again in this way that, you know, um, is now allowed legally. (laughs) That doesn't necessarily mean everyone, wants to or is ready to. And I also was speaking about this with, uh, well, I mean, I mean, who's not speaking about this, I guess. Um, (laughs) But I was talking to a client about this thing, right? About how we look around at our, 
our fellow creatures, our fellow humans, what's everyone doing, what's allowed. And just because it's allowed doesn't mean you might want to do it. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you if you're not ready to do what's allowed, right? Just because you're allowed to do, you know, a back dive off the highest diving board, like legally you can, you're of age, you're of the right height that it says, you know, whatever. That doesn't mean you're necessarily jumping off of the highest platform, right? Like that's a personal decision. So um, in this coaching call, I, as I do, busted out some like metaphorical um, AIDS um, of the sexual nature. And we were having so much fun <laughs> talking about it that I was like, oh my God, I got to do a podcast on this. Do you mind? <laughs> Which, <laughs> and we were very both enthusiastic about how this applied. It just made sense. So if it was useful for us, it was probably useful for some of you. So um, backing up, I want to talk about like the first, one of the most memorable things I ever heard from Dan Savage, the sex advice podcaster, advice columnist extraordinaire. Um, he was ta- talking to someone about open relationships. Someone had written out, they were concerned, worried, looking for some guidance. And he said, you know, where people get really confused is they think that either the door is either locked, closed, in a monogamous relationship or it's blown off the hinges and and he said we're forgetting that there are so many other ways for this door to be right like you don't just go from like a monogamous committed partnership with this agreement that you're only having even like you know a physical affection with one another to like orgies with strangers like you just you know, or like, you know, having four spouses, like you just, there's a lot of room between those two things. And also either end of that spectrum, the locked door or the blown off the hinges door, they're not necessarily the goal. They're just part of what's available to anyone in consenting adult in a relationship, right? So he was like, you might decide with your partner that you unlock the door, You keep the door shut on your relationship, but you unlock it. And that might be all you need to do in that relationship. That might be enough for the two of you to feel like you have now room to express and be together and commit more easily. It might just be that. It might be opening the door a crack. Like there's nothing wrong with, like the door unlocking doesn't mean that you have to follow all the next steps so you've blown the door off the hinges. You never have to blow the door off the hinges. With open relationships, with also with sexual activity with one partner, if you're like exploring kink, exploring different kinds of scenarios, it's not a given that you're expected to constantly be pushing levels of discomfort, right? It's like exploring what that is for you in a consensual context, in a safe context, uh, where the point is pleasure, right? So when it stops being pleasurable, the activity stops, right? So loving this and applying this to post-lockdown behavior, post-lockdown socializing, shopping, behavior, all this, you know, the the phrase back to normal, I know we kind of use it for maybe just lack of other language, but 
the normal has really changed. We're not going back in time to the people who just hadn't experienced a pandemic before. We are now people who have experienced a pandemic. We are now people who have seen what is possible, what was revealed. We've been through the emotional, psychological, like a full year now into more than a year. And we're still learning. We're still kind of coming out of this and seeing what effect it's had on us, how it affects people differently, et cetera, et cetera, right? So just because in my neighborhood, I think last weekend was the first weekend people could actually go out and sit on a patio, albeit distanced and all of the precautions in place, but there was absolutely no service in any restaurant up until last weekend, including outside. Um... And so, there, you know, there's some people who want to go like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to go and order a beer. I'm going to be on the patio. And for other people, and maybe you, you don't want to. <laughs> that is totally fine. Okay. So think about in this, in this scenario, if, this, if you're relating to this, um, think about being your own most amazing consensual lover and take yourself on this you know, through this transition in a way that an amazing lover would, right? The amazing lover would be paying attention to you, right? Would be asking questions and listening to you. The amazing lover would also be aware of pace. Like, okay, maybe we're saying yes to this, but at what pace, at what speed, at how much pressure, right? How much are we doing? How much are we doing at once? (laughs) How fast or slow are we doing this kind of thing? And checking in because it's not a race, right? You don't have to go throw a party the moment it becomes legal to throw a party. Um, So pace is a lot of things, right? It's like how soon, how much time. Maybe you would have gone to a pat, you know, the old you would have gone to a party on a patio, had a great time with 12 people, had lots of drinks and just drank until like, you know, the night last call and then, you know, go to another place. Well, maybe you want to scale that down a little bit. So, you know, maybe you want to just go with one person. Maybe you just want to go with someone that you are already familiar with and are comfortable with. Maybe you want to go and set a cap like, okay, I'm going to go for an hour and see how I feel. And if I want to stay till you know, another hour I can, right? Like you don't have to go full speed back to just because you did it before doesn't mean you do it again. Same with sex. Just because you had like a real fun time playing pirates and getting rope involved. And even though it was great, that doesn't mean that you're game for it all the time forever moving forward. In fact, you might never want to do it again. You might be like, that was awesome. I'm done. I'm done with the pirate game, right? You are allowed to make that decision. So think about how you might want to pace and what assumptions you're making about the pace you should be going at based on what other people are dictating, right? What your your government and the rules um, might be dictating something. Um, also your community, your friends might, their desires, you might be looking at that thinking that's, you know, dictating what you should be doing. Listen to yourself. And give yourself lots of space to go gradually, however gradual you would like to go. Remember that you feeling good and you feeling safe, just like in sex, is the point. Okay, so that is always the compass. Checking in to see how you feel. If it starts to feel icky, you stop and check in, right? Um, So always coming back to how you're feeling. And know that like 
that's what matters. You don't, how other people are feeling has nothing to do with your experience. Your experience is important. And if you're not feeling safe, you're not feeling safe. That's not up for debate. Okay. Um, and just because someone else is feeling safe in a, you know, they took the pirate game into outer space. <laughs> don't ask and uh, you know they they up the ante and they you know swapped out the rope for like you know a space octopus or something whatever and they feel really safe over there that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean anything that they're a different person it's um you don't need to compare how you are opening up to how other people might be doing that um in a situation with a wonderful lover you would have a safe word And the safe word means that at any point you can use the safe word and stop, right? So give yourself permission as you experiment with socializing and gathering and seeing how you feel, seeing how much energy you have, right? It's not even if like you feel safe around your family or friends, it might just be like you just don't have the same amount of energy (laughs) to process all the stimulation that you haven't had, right? So If you give yourself this idea of a safe word or an out, know that at any point, even if you've said, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the patio for an hour, you can just cancel that at any time. You're allowed to use the safe word. You're allowed to just say stop at any point in time. The more you do this, the more you check in, the more you ask yourself, hmm, how could this be gradual? How could this be gentle? Am I feeling good? What would I like? What's, you know, if I was had a safe word, would I use it now? Do I just want to get out? Like the more you're practicing these little acts of paying attention, like a lover would pay attention, of checking in, of getting consent, the more you do that, the more trust is built, the more safety is built, right? If you have a lover you've seen on a regular basis, and they are always just so freaking great at checking in with you lesser, you know, do you want more pressure, less pressure, faster, slower? Do you want to take a break or should we keep going? You can relax because you're not, you know, you don't have to worry about reading their mind. You don't have to worry about hurting their feelings. Communication is out in the open, right? They're checking in with you. Um, If something goes off course, you know, it was like, it'll very quickly be corrected. And then, you know, you guys can take a break. It's so much easier to just relax with somebody like that. And it's so much easier to feel safe and then to take more adventure, make more adventurous choices, take more risks with a person like that, right? Like to jump metaphors, if you were going to like jump out of a plane and you had one instructor who had like taught you things bit by bit, helped you feel safe, run through the safety, you know, manual I've never done this, so I don't know what's involved. <laughs> Gives you the best equipment, has you test the equipment, checks in to see if you're good, you know, encourages you, but is also just really there for you, right? You'd feel so much better in a plane with that person than you would by like some guy who's like, here, like throws you a backpack, hasn't checked it, doesn't know if you're okay, like shoves you out of the plane. Like <laughs> these are very different vibes, right? Um, you would maybe be more inclined to have a more adventurous jump with the one who seems very competent and is like outlining all of the ways in which you can best prepare and be okay and have a good time. At the end of this, in the sex, in eating on a patio, in skydiving, it's about feeling good. It's about having a good time. 
right? You don't need to be doing things to upset yourself and hurt yourself. There's no point to any of this, okay? So feeling good is the point. Build trust and safety with yourself. Think if it's more fun, think about it like sex and a lover, how you can be a good lover to yourself. Are you getting consent or are you just kind of coercing yourself onto the patio (laughs) or into the restaurant or into the mall or wherever uh, where you're not really feeling it? I just want to record this podcast to give you a huge permission slip to think about um, how you can just be that awesome caring consensual partner for yourself this is like a variant on you know the self-marriage relationship right part of you being married to yourself is being a lover to yourself it applies to so many ways where you can use I mean yes it will imply it will apply in your actual your sexual or physical relationship with yourself but it also kind of can be can be a playful way that you just get accustomed to being in relationship with yourself as a really freaking good partner, to really support yourself, to have fun, um, to push your edges in a way that's going to feel really good, not something that's going to cause harm and have you recoil and feel scared. You want to build trust with yourself, in yourself, and you get to do that. And it doesn't matter what anyone else is experiencing because this is your life and your relationship with you, and you deserve to feel good, and you deserve to feel safe. So however that applies in your life right now, um, enjoy, take it in, check in with yourself, get consent is sexy, right? Because (laughs) you ask for consent, and you hear desire, yes, or not. And then you know, like, well, thank goodness, we didn't cause any harm that might have been caused, right? But if you're moving forward, and the answer is yes, keep the consent coming. Do you want this? Yes, I do want this. Do you still want this? Yes, I do still want this. It's a good thing. And you deserve to feel good. This episode of The Soft Shoulder is brought to you by techcoven.com. And I do encourage you to look up Tech Coven. The channel on YouTube is wonderful. Alison Tarr, is going through some some fun changes right now which you can find out about if you go to tech coven on youtube um thank you allison thank you listener i want to thank any one of you who has ever shared this podcast with anyone else and encourage you if you've thought about it but haven't done it it is the highest compliment it helps so much for to get this podcast in to the ears of other people who would really love it and benefit from it. It's a huge, huge honor that you would do that for me. Um, I appreciate it so very much. Of course, only if it feels good, you know, check in with yourself. (laughs) Get consent first and then write a five-star review and share this with eight of your friends. (laughs) All right. Take good care of yourselves, sweet ones. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Take good care and we'll talk to you soon.